Hey, Champ. Brian Bowman from thegorillaposition.com. Um, in the past, Hello, when you've done press count, you've, uh, you've talked about a, a variety of important topics outside of wrestling, like nutrition and consumerism. Um, you're obviously very passionate and well-rounded in your arguments. After wrestling is over, have you ever considered pursuing a career in politics? Uh, not politics, because to me, politics is, um, uh, I think, I think that you can make impact in other places. Um, to me at a certain point, uh, politics becomes like the Truman show, right? Like you're not in on it. Everyone else is. And, uh, it's set up, it's set up for perpetual failure. Uh, but, but to continually reward the, the people that are pulling the strings and, and line their pockets, uh, you know, you, you can do things, um, you can do things at other levels, advocacy, um, you know, set up nonprofits, which is something that, you know, um, I'm looking into here with, with, with a friend of mine who's, who's been doing that, helping people, uh, you know, helping homeless and veterans and things of that sort. Obviously me going out there and, and, and saying, doing my piece of speaking and talking about plant-based diet and the importance of reducing the, you know, the, the meat and dairy industry, which people don't realize how destructive it is, not just to us as humans for consuming, but to the environment as a whole. Um, and that's not even going into the, the consciousness of that we're okay with slaughtering billions of animals every year and turning a blind eye to it for a cheeseburger. Um, I think there's ways you can get that message out there. I don't know that politics is the best vehicle because then you have to swim with the sharks. And, uh, you know, I think I, I can be more effective uh, not swimming with the sharks because I don't want to have to resort to, to the same tactics that they do to get ahead. And that's my career's followed that arc, and I think that my post-wrestling career would probably follow that same mindset. Hey, Austin, this is Carl with the J&K Podcast powered by the Roar Network on up in Canada here. Um, question okay. we have for you. Pardon me? Okay. Up in Canada, eh? Okay. That's good, eh? Thanks for joining me, eh? Yeah, eh? No problem, eh? By the time you leave Toronto with your belt, you're going to be saying, eh, just like everybody else. Yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a good possibility. So everything that you do, you exude confidence, whether it's in the ring, whether it's in interviews, whether it's even on a media press conference like this. Myself, before I got out of active competition, I used to have myself some superstitions. I would always listen to Corn, the band Corn, as well as I would always wear the same pair of socks. Do you have any superstitions of your own? Or do you know of any oddball ones from other workers? Hmm. Well, I'm, I appreciate that you clarified that you listened to the band corn, uh, as opposed to just kind of like sitting there listening to, you know, an ear of corn or a bowl of, of corn kernels, you know. Um, as far as uh, superstitions go, I, I mean, I don't know that I have superstitions, but I think like for me, the sunglasses thing, like I always kind of have, I always have a pair of sunglasses with me. Uh, because I never know when I, I have to be in costume, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I wear my sunglasses a lot. Maybe that's a superstition. But no, I don't. I don't really have too many. Um, you know, when I was younger, I used to not, not to like step to, to not step on cracks, you know. Uh, but but uh, and as far as other superstitions, uh, I'm trying to think. You know, there was a guy up that I trained with early in, in Minnesota, and he, and I, he just retired a, a year or so ago. Great, good, good fellow named uh, the Playboy Pete Huge. And Pete Huge wore the same, very same pair of boxer shorts from his first match. Uh, and he wore them every match. And it was probably, I want to say, man, 12, 15 years. And so they're literally just a waistband with some tattered, you know, remains of what used to be boxer shorts. Um, but he wore them every match, and even, even to the point to where they were really no longer useful. So 
So that's that's one that uh, I do recall. Awesome, thank you. And his and his and his finished move was the G spot, which was like the X factor, but it was the G spot. It was great. He hit you with the G spot. Playboy PD, give me a shout out up in Minnesota. G spot. Boot to the stomach, DDT. Hi, champ. Thank you for your time. This is Ryan Keith from the Average Marks Podcast, powered by the War Network. Uh, I'd like to know, um, what does your diet look like heading into a championship bout? What are you eating more of? What are you eating less of? Oh, man. Um, so it's, it's awesome because I've, I've had, like, I don't always have a full week, you know, at, at home. And so I've had a full week at home leading up to this. So I've been able to be a little more on point. Um, you know, I do have, a, I do have like, a sponsorship deal with uh, Trifecta Foods. Um, and, and they send me great uh, vegan meals every week that, if, if, you know, especially from a time standpoint, if I don't have time to cook, um, there's, you know, good things. Again, beans and rice, lentils, quinoa, lots of fruits and vegetables, lots of nuts, um, you know, and then just drinking plenty of fluids, I think, you know, especially being out here in the heat. I eat a lot of watermelon, drinking a lot of watermelon juice, and then just, you know, the good old H2O. Um, and we usually have our grill fired up. So we're usually throwing, you know, just kind of grilling, grilling stuff throughout the day and, and, uh, you know, I like to work out, actually to get some pool workouts and do some workout outside. And, um, yeah, it's just about, you know, again, consistency and then just, you know, really try to stay away from the really bad stuff and just try to just kind of put the good stuff in your body. Thanks, Jim. You got it. Hey, Ryan Bowman from thegorillaposition.com. Austin, over the course of your career, would you say your current run right now as the belt collector has been you at your very best? And how do you think this stretch of your career will be viewed in terms of historical perspective? And thanks for your time today. You got it. Um, I mean, I, listen, it, when people start talking about the best or, I mean, that's, everyone has a different opinion or a different taste. I'll say this. Um, I feel like right now I'm having the most fun of my career. I feel like um, I'm having the most impact on the things that are important to me. Uh, in, in the most areas, uh, in, in a number of areas of my career. Um, and I feel like from a performance standpoint, um, I'm obviously, I'm as experienced as I've ever been, right? I mean, that's, uh, obviously. Um, so I feel like I'm, 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 I'm performing at a high level right now. And obviously I'm not my physical peak. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I haven't lost too many steps. I'm still, you know, I'm, I still feel like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good in the ring. I'm moving good in the ring. Uh, but I think mentally right now, um, there was a period there where you think you forgot everything or everything you thought you knew, uh, you question. And then, and then when you, and when you dial it back in and, and you start, and you start feeling it again, you start seeing it again. Um, right now I feel it's, a, it's, a, it's at a high level and maybe at the highest level of my career. And really now I'm starting to look at, well, man, how much longer can I sustain this? Because, you know, at a certain point, I had a certain number in my head as far as how many more years I could do this. And now that number, I mean, who knows? Could I, could I do this for another decade? Could this be the start of, of, of an even greater stretch of success um, than I've even had for the first 18 years? I'm excited to see that possibility play out. <laughs> 